They delved further into the house. All of the floor-to-ceiling windows were covered with cloth or some kind of newspaper taped to the wood, so the house itself was very dark as they ventured around. Alec was off on his own track, in and out of rooms, as Elliot and Louise wandered into a small room off the dining room, then to an enormous room that ran nearly the entire backspan of the house that had once been a ballroom, and then the kitchen. When they reached the dark, dirty room cluttered with broken cabinets and a giant iron sink, Elliot came to a halt. For the first time since entering the house, her spirit started to sink. Good grief, she breathed. Would you look at this kitchen? Louise had disdain on her face. Like I said, I think the last time this house was updated was back in the 1930s. She looked around the space. My great-grandma had an old iron sink like that. Elliot leaned against the door jamb, imagining all of the work she had before her to make the house habitable. Even though she had a good idea about the fixer-upper when she purchased the house, still, the reality was something different entirely. She looked up at the peeling ceiling, the faded yellow walls with grease and dirt on them, and the dark and creepy back staircase built against the western wall of the kitchen that led up to the second floor. The whole thing was enough to make her shudder. I've already called a contractor to come in and help me evaluate the place, she said, seeing dollar signs flash before her eyes. He's coming on Monday. Louise looked at her, an earnest expression on her face. My husband is a contractor, she said. He'd love to help y'all out with this place. So the woman is going to double-team me for money, Elliot thought. Maybe the dollar signs weren't flashing in front of her eyes so much as they were flashing in front of Louise's eyes. She smiled thinly. Sure, she replied evenly. Send him over on Monday. I'll get an estimate from him, too. That answer didn't particularly please Louise, but she smiled in return, weakly, and agreed. Elliot was starting to think that the woman was only in this to see how much she could bilk her for when a voice suddenly emitted from the front of the house. Hello? It was a male voice, deep and smooth. Louise rushed back into the central hallway, heading for the front door. Hello? She called, coming around a corner and gaining a view of the entry. She lifted her hand in greeting. Well, hello there. How are you? Elliot was still in the kitchen, looking with increasing depression at the state of the room. It was going to cost a fortune to restore it. She could hear Louise and the unidentified man chatting as they drew closer to the kitchen. Elliot mused that it was probably another of the woman's cronies come to drain her for more dollars, maybe a landscaper or a roofer. God knows the place needed both. But Elliot would have to prioritize what needed to be done. It wasn't like she was made of money, but the way things were looking, she was going to be pumping a significant amount of cash into the Sorrento economy. As she wandered over to the enormous tank-like kitchen sink, she heard Louise's voice in the doorway. "'Ms. Gentry?' I'd like for you to meet the former owner, she said. This is Nash Ory. Elliot turned around, disinterested, until she saw the man standing next to Louise. The first thing she saw was perfectly combed brown hair and seductive hazel eyes. Then she noticed the rest of him. He was dressed in a sheriff's uniform, a tall, dark, and handsome drink of water that threw Elliot completely off guard. He was a few inches over six feet, very well built, with big hands and broad shoulders. 
His chiseled, handsome face gazed back at her with warmth and curiosity. Startled and struggling not to make a fool of herself with her gaping mouth reaction to his presence, Elliot forced herself towards the man with her hand outstretched. Hi, she smiled. I'm Elliot Gentry. It's very nice to meet you. Nash's striking face broke into an easy smile, and Elliot wasn't surprised to note that the man's physical perfection included his teeth. He had a beautiful smile. He took her outstretched hand in his big mitt, shaking it firmly but gently. The pleasure is all mine, he said in his rich voice. He just seemed to stare at her for a moment, holding her hand, before realizing he should probably let it go. 